You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Welcome in, Questers. If you can't tell, my voice is weird because this is the craziest episode we have ever done. <laughs> this is the French fry episode. And let me tell you, Brian, who is sitting next to me in a car. Yeah, we're not socially distanced. We are not socially distancing right now, but we are safe. Uh, and we're we're in a we're in a Wendy's drive-through. Yeah, right now yeah. Because I'll, I'll take over because because you're about to you're about to pull up uh, and actually order that for us. So bacon pub looks um, really good. Right so now. we are we are doing a fry episode, and we are going to tour. It's tour de fries, as as I'd like to call it, because we're gonna we're gonna um, right. tour. Four, five, like five different fry uh, establishments. Small French fries. And get some fries. And, and Justin's with ordering the fries right now. And two waters. Chocolate. Chocolate, please. Oh, we're getting frosty, too. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, and then can and, I get just uh, an empty cup? Sure. Perfect. And. Perfect. Thank uh, you very much. We are making our way up through the drive-thru oh my gosh this is so crazy and this is going to be so interesting because i'm sure the guy has no idea what we're doing here hey how's it going good how big of a cup did you want uh just a small cup is fine what was the total justin three three fifty 350 you know you know one thing i was thinking about is is with his podcast the food episodes we normally spend about 16 dollars I think that's about our average of. Oh, is that but, right? Yeah. Thank you. So that's probably about on par. I mean, we've got. Uh, we're gonna hit up Wendy's, McDonald's, Chick Fil A, Jack in the Box, and Burger King. So we're spending three bucks, four bucks, each place. Yeah, yeah, I think so. About sixteen to twenty bucks. So. Hey, thank you very much. And don't forget the frosties. Oh no no no! Here, can you want that? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Got it. Yep. Empty cup is perfect. Need lots of space here. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Okay. Too much stuff. All right. All right. right. Now we're on the road. We are on the road. And I I do want to acknowledge that customer service is eh, at Wendy's. The first guy was not happy that we were recording a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He was definitely confused and uh, a little annoyed that I ordered just a fry and some waters. But I got a frosty though, so that's something. Yeah, you got two, didn't you? Oh, well, no, I got, you got one. one, and I got a oh. cup for you in oh, case okay. you wanted to get a little bit of frosty. All right, all right, all right. Now we're parked, and uh, and just you know, right off the top, let's unbury the lead of of our fry knowledge, experience, interest. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll start then. Um, I enjoy French fries. Um, I would like to say that they're one of my favorite types of potatoes. And um, while, you know, I will say we are bouncing around, uh, as we should, the french fry circuit with fast food, I don't typically get fast food, so this will be a little bit of an indulgence for me, Brian. But I'm excited. I will say uh, I've, I've mentioned this as a potential concept in previous conversations with listeners and friends and everyone is very jealous and wanted to be a part of this so um there's definitely a lot of fandom around it i enjoy uh fries i'm excited to taste test all of these against each other i've never done that before yeah i i also enjoy french fries if i get the opportunity between like fries and um you know salad i'm definitely going french fries yeah now the one thing I will say, tater tots might be above fries. Oh, interesting. But tater tots don't come from fast food restaurants, and so really this is. Well, at some they do, but I wouldn't put them in the fry category. Uh, yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, taco, not taco time. No, taco time. Yeah, taco time has tots. Oh, yeah. Mexi fries. They call them Mexi oh, fries. Wow. But they don't have. They don't have. 
uh, Taco Time is only in the Northwest. Oh, I didn't know that. It doesn't have... Uh, okay. It's actually based in Seattle. Right here in Renton is their headquarters. Weird. What? Yeah, sort of good. Now you know. Um, okay, so I just had my first fry. Well, we're, we're rating... Brian, what are our four rating things we're going off of? We're, I think we're doing... Crispiness. Crispiness, okay. Flavor. Flavor. Appearance mm-hmm. and smell. Okay. And for crispiness, uh, the the Wendy's French fry is is subpar. I would say yeah. it's a maybe two out of a five. Yeah, yeah. Two is being generous. I mean, some of them can hold their their um, stiffness, but a lot of them are very like meh. Um, smell wise. I think fine. I'll give nothing spectacular. Three out of five. Um, they do taste almost very soft in the middle. I do like the, the so one thing I do like about Wendy's is the uh, I think it's called home style hmm. with leaving the skins on. Sure, I yeah. do appreciate that. It tastes a little healthier, I think. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we'll get into some of the stats around calories as we get into this in my section, but yeah. In terms of appeal, I mean, look, look at that. That's just, it's not very appealing wise. Um, so, I mean, I like a crispy fry and Wendy's is not doing it. I've, I actually grew up with going to Wendy's a lot and, um, or maybe not a lot, but a fair amount. And Wendy's, I used to really like their fries. Um, and I don't think they've changed anything about it. I just think other places have made better fries, but I guess we'll be the judge of that as we go. Yeah. Well, I think uh, after unbearing the lead, it only makes sense to uh, go to some in the news. But before we do that, we got to make our next stop. Well, and before that, Brian. Oh. I have one more thing because I did get a Frosty. Oh, sorry. I can't not do this. So if you want to get that baby out, do you, are you a dipper? Have um, you done this before? Yeah, I've done it before. I, I can't say I'm a regular Okay. It's been a while since I've I've done a frosty dip because I don't again don't do Wendy's uh, very often. But if you want to partake, and then we can split this as we drive around, Brian. Um, I'm dipping my fries. Oh baby, you know, you know one of my pet peeves is this has nothing to do with fries, but Wendy's. Wendy's added a vanilla flavor of Frosty uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. I hate it. Why would anyone order a vanilla Frosty? Just stick with the chocolate. It's really the only thing they should be making. I understand maybe it was vanilla and they added chocolate and now they just have two options. But it just feels sacrilegious that they have a vanilla. It's chocolate all day. And the Frosty mixed with with the fries is wonderful. Mm. So, so does that elevate the the fry level for the Wendy's? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Because I think you have to me fries at Wendy's come with a frosty, and it's not as significant. I think it's a little unfair to you know take it over the edge with that. But you'll we'll see as we go through some of these other places that maybe some of the dips actually um, increase the value or or tastiness. Oh, dip! I mean, of, yeah, I didn't even think about the dips. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even offer us dip at Wendy's, so there's that. Mm. Um, whereas I'm curious what some of the other places will offer. Yeah. I know I will ask if they don't offer it. Some yeah, other they didn't even ask if we want to catch up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Hmm. All right. So. Well, on to the next and on to the news. You're a newsman. I ever tell you otherwise, you punch me in the face. All right. Well, we are now sitting in the McDonald's parking lot. And uh, let's uh, let's get into the news. And, and my news comes from um, actually the uh, the company called Spruce, and it's actually a company that produces CBD products. But they recently analyzed Google Trends data to determine the most popular French fries and the most popular style of fries in each state. And I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, McDonald's topped the fries for 16 states oh. and they were actually geographically spread across the country from New England to the Midwest to the West and even to Hawaii. So 
Um, you know, it, it was, you know, some interesting data. One of the things that jumped out to me was that Alabama, Alaska, uh, anybody else have this? Oh, Rhode Island and West Virginia and Wyoming all had Taco Bell as their favorite fries. Interesting. Huh, yeah, Brian and I were talking about this earlier, but Taco Bell was on the list, but their, uh, what is it, their nacho fries, I think is what they call them, which are a huge hit. They kind of come and go, and I actually checked Taco Bell's website, and they're gone right now, but they may come back. I've never had them before. Have you had? No, I have not, no. But I've heard good things about them, so someday we'll have to try that out. Yeah. Um, report back. But. Yeah. So Pennsylvania, for for those of you listening in Pennsylvania, Burger King is the favorite fries. Okay. All right. I'm a little yeah. disappointed in this one because Washington Dairy Queen really is the top fry. Interesting. Why? I have no That's clue. That's so strange. It's so strange. That it doesn't make much sense. I don't even think Dairy Queens are that popular out here because yeah. it doesn't get like super hot for as many. I, compared to other places around the country yeah some of the others making lists jack in the box which we will visit uh, obviously we said mcdonald's chick-fil-a checkers slash rallies have you ever been there i've been to checkers before uh, yeah. yeah steak and shake I, yeah. i'm a big steak and shake guy arby's with the curly yeah, fries of course i love the curly fries yeah. uh popeyes okay and uh five guys okay yeah fair um Interesting. Well, my my news was actually local to the Seattle area. We were talking about, you know, some of the locational fry spots um, that some places might like. Well, we have uh, out in Seattle area a, a, not a mom and pop place, but um, a place called Dick's that is a burger shack. And they're known for obviously their burgers and their fries. Well, uh, for those local to this area, the Pacific Northwest, uh, Dick's will soon have is launching a new food truck this autumn, and they're uh, they're actually asking fans where it should visit first. Um, the truck, which will serve all of its menu items except French fries, and I thought this was really interesting that the truck isn't going to have that, which is a pretty staple between that and shakes. Um, but the the truck. If the truck is successful, they'll plan to add a, a fry portion of the truck. Um, but uh, it's scheduled to start rolling the streets of the Puget Sound area in November. And if you want to vote on the first uh, location of the truck, you can visit Dick's website and, um, and and vote right there. You can kind of pick your Puget Sound location and, and pick. So I actually voted for Renton. Um, why not? Yeah. yeah. that's uh, They did open up a new store in uh kent right they did yeah yeah so they're pretty yeah. close down here on the south end yeah I, I actually voted on that one too i don't know how i got on the list to be voting on things but i uh i voted for that one too because i actually while I, I, I a lot of people will hate on me for this that is local to this area i do think dicks is overrated but i do like the convenience of having them nearby and i think dicks is a really great place after you know a late night and you know you just want a a little bit of grub at the end of the day or night um but beyond that not really a a huge need of mine i guess yeah well um have you dug into the the i haven't eaten the fries yet okay here we go well i will say from a crispiness standpoint significantly better than than wendy's i'm going to four on the scale flavor i'm gonna also give it a four i'm gonna struggle to give it a five anywhere Mm -hmm. appearance i would also give it a four because i think it's i think they're aesthetically pleasing but Mm -hmm. um and then uh smell i think aroma of the mcdonald's fries is just you know unmatchable so I i would give that a four as well yeah i think I think you're spot on with your ratings here. I think the only thing I would question, I don't even know if the question, I, I'm maybe landing at four anyway, is the crispiness. I think as we'll go through this and maybe that'll change my rating of uh, when we get to other places. But right now, I mean, this is night and day compared to what 
Wendy's was. Like, you, you, there's no movement of the fries. They're yeah. crispy. They're, you know, a nice crunch to them. Not well, too much crunch, right? Like, like that's part of it, too. You don't want, like, it to be, like, I don't know, not not crunchy crunchy, but, like, you want a nice little crisp. Yeah, I think it like. could be a little bit more crisp. Just a touch. Okay. That's right. why I didn't give it a five. It could be a, a touch, touch more crispy. Because mm-hmm. um, I have gotten a couple that aren't quite as crispy, you know. Yeah. From a uniformity standpoint. Yeah. Um, but it, it checks all the boxes, though. I think it's the and I I, I came in thinking McDonald's was was a, a strong contender. I thought they would be yep. potentially the number one. There's a lot of data or, or stats that support that it's a favorite of many people. Um. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm. They've met my expectations. I'm curious how they will compare to some of the future ones coming up. Now I, I threw in this in here because you you got the frosty, yep. you got some dipping sauce. Yep. I will say the dipping sauce that you got, the sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, I would give it about a two. Oh okay. So here's a well, not a fun fact, but um, sweet and sour sauce used to be my favorite dipping sauce for many many years. And I remember McDonald's. I think I've mentioned in previous episodes where we would do um, the Beanie Baby episode. Mm. We would go to, to McDonald's, we'd get burgers, we'd get fries, we'd freeze them and all that other stuff, and we'd get a bunch of sauces, and sweet and sour sauce was the sauce we'd get more often than not. Um, I've definitely grown out of it, and it was actually a knee-jerk reaction to ask for sweet and sour sauce. I don't think that would be normally my number one choice anymore, but at McDonald's it just felt... just just came out of my mouth when I thought of dipping sauce to go sweet and sour. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, we've we've gotten through the news. We've gotten through our second stop. Let's head to our third and drop some knowledge. All right. As we normally do, I am the history guy. Justin is the stats guy. So we always begin with some history. So it's generally accepted that the French fry was invented by either the Belgians or the French. So potatoes were first introduced to Europe not through French or the or the Belgians, but through the Spanish. And in 1537, Jimenez de Casada, sure, mm-hmm. and his uh, Fr- uh, Spanish forces encountered a village in Colombia where all the the neighbors fled. Excuse me, the natives fled, and about. 20 years later, potatoes were bought back from Spain to Italy. And at this point, the potatoes were much smaller and more bitter. And so they weren't really deemed as things that you should eat and, and, you know, a good sustenance for the people. But there was all in these indications that the Belgians started to possibly frying strips of potatoes as early as the 17th century. And... This was uh, in the the Mayus Valley Valley between Diant and Laguerre. Sure, nailed it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and how they supposedly came up with this idea in this area was um, that most of the people in the area used to fry up f- small fish as a staple for their meals. However, the rivers would freeze over and they would be become very thick. And so they couldn't get to the fish. So instead of frying up the fish, they would actually cut up potatoes uh, into long, slit, uh, long, thin slices and fry them up as they did the fish. So that was the Belgian side. And then on the French side, uh, around the same time, the, the French used potatoes as hog feed and never really ate them. Um, they actually thought that potatoes caused various diseases. And in fact, in 1748, the French Parliament even banned cultivation of potatoes as they were convinced potatoes caused leprosy. So the popularity of of the potato in France is is largely credited to the French army medical officer, uh, Antonie Augustin Prometer. Prometer? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah who very famously championed the potato throughout France and parts of Europe. Europe. Permitter then began a more aggressive campaign to promote the potato in France, hosting dinners featuring potatoes with such notable dignitaries as Benjamin Franklin, 
uh, Anton Lavoisier, King Louis the Sixteenth, and Queen Marie Antoinette. He also, as a kind of a publicity stunt, he hired armed guards to surround his potato patch to try to convince people that the potato patch was actually very valuable. Ah, That's awesome. Yeah. That's a smart businessman. And he would tell the guards to accept any bribes from people who offered (laughs) them uh, and let them steal the potatoes. That is is amazing what what time period is this this is about 1780s um, what i love this guy what is his name again uh uh anton augustin permitter oh man he's my new favorite person yeah but in the end it really took a, a famine in 1785 for the potato to become popular in france hmm. okay so um you would think that, you know, this guy who who really kind of championed potatoes would have, you know, become the the French fry guy. But he's actually only credited for uh, this dish called hash, ha, hashis permitter, which is mashed potatoes with diced meat or a.k.a. shepherd's pie. Oh, he invented shepherd's pie? Apparently. Oh, kudos to that guy. Yeah. So, and then in, in 1795, uh, the, they started to grow potatoes on a large scale in France. Um, and during this time was really when, you know, French fries became extremely popular in France, um, in particular in, in Paris. And so they started selling them um, as push cart vendors on the streets and they called them frites. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, we have uh, different variations of, of the word for French fries. So, you know, obviously, you know, in the United States, we call them uh, fries. Yeah. You also have, um, uh, you know, English call them uh, chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have the French that called them frites. Right. Um, so it just kind of varies what what uh, the naming is throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, while you dig into this, I'll give I'll give you some of my opinions on these fries because we are we're sitting in a Burger King parking lot and uh, chowing down. I found that I'm eating a lot more while you talk, so I'm going to talk for a while so you just indulge all of these fries. <laughs> but what did you, you think? So I think that I would give this a five out of five for crispiness. Mm-hmm. Like it it does trump. I'm glad. Like you were saying, four with McDonald's. This is crispier. Yep. In terms of flavor, I give it a one. Mm. Like it is just bland. There's nothing to it. Um, fine with the texture. Fine, like smell, maybe a two. Um, but overall, like I, I'm not eager to come back to Burger King for these fries. I and and it's a shame because. I've I have in the past thought that Burger King fries. At one point in my life, I thought Burger King fries were the best, and it's because of the crispiness. They've gotten that down well. They do, but the flavor is just lacking. And uh, yeah, I just I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I think it's got kind of an earthy flavor to it. Like, sure, yeah, it's not a. It's hard to describe, but it it almost feels. I don't know, unclean. Yeah, or like heavy, saturated, something. I don't know what it is, but um, the it's just I don't know. There's and and you all, we also ordered um, some some onion rings here, which um, I, I partook a little bit there, and they are pretty meh to me as well. And they more than that have this distinct flavor and for whatever reason I don't maybe it's in my head but there's this um, flavor that Burger King has that like when you eat a burger from there or a sam- maybe a chicken sandwich or something like that like it all has this like slight Burger King flavor to it and the onion rings really reminded me of that like if you just handed me in the middle of the street that onion ring and I ate it I could tell you that was from Burger King. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know what it is. It, this was the, also the first place that offered us dipping sauces. Yes. That actually asked if we yes, wanted them. Yes, they asked us. Um, and so we got some, I think they called it their onion ring sauce, but I think it's it's a suitable dipping sauce, period. It's like um, it's like a blooming Onion kind of sauce. That was the kind of vibe I got when I just dipped that in there. Yeah, anyway. it's called their zesty sauce. But yeah, all right, on to your stats. Yeah. So, in the United States, potatoes are the most consumed vegetable, with Americans eating an average of one hundred and fifteen point six pounds of white potatoes a year, of which two thirds are in the form of French fries, chips, or other frozen or processed potato products, according to the Art Agriculture Department statistics. Potato production was actually down in the U.S. in 2019, um, and the, the DOA, uh, National Agriculture Statistics Service, said in a report last November that, no, that American potato production um, was down about 6% from the previous year. McCain Food is the, actually the world's largest producer of frozen fries and those cooked in factories and then reheated in restaurants and homes. One in three fries in the world comes from McCain. I've never even heard of McCain, but they dominate the market. You know what fries. I just realized? What's that? I have a friend who works for a French fry manufacturer. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He now lives in the Netherlands. Oh, you'll have to find out. Maybe it's McCain's because that's a pretty big, pretty big uh, place. Um, so we we just visited McDonald's. They use up about 7% of the potatoes grown in the United States for its French fries. And they sell more than one third of all the French fries sold in restaurants in the U.S. each year. So obviously... You know, we'll get into some of this other stats around McDonald's, but they they really do dominate the fast food uh, fry world. Uh, when you look at calories of these, so we just bounced around. We did three small fries from Burger King, Wendy's, and McDonald's, and we'll we'll have two more to follow here. But of the first three, looking at the medium uh, order, which is probably more common, McDonald's fries is three hundred forty calories. Versus Burger King's 380, and Wendy's is actually 420 in calories. So mm. Wendy's has the most calories, um, and McDonald's the he- healthiest in terms of calories. Uh, 16 in that same order: 16, 17, and 19 for grams of fat, and then carbs: 44 grams, 53, 56, and then uh, protein: 4 grams, 5 grams, 6 grams. Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. So McDonald's actually has the healthiest, not by much, but has the healthiest of fries. And so far, the tastiest. Um, though we still have some left to go. Man, they they just are earthy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something weird about Burger King. I've actually, well, not fun story, but every time I went to Burger King, so I'm a chicken sandwich guy, and I would always order the chicken sandwich and it, i don't know if it's different now but for years it was this long chicken sandwich that you could get and everywhere else it's round but they here they wanted to do this like long rectangular one and i kid you not every time i got it i got sick like i would like just not feel well and it got to the point where i just wouldn't go to burger king anytime like i just i don't like anything from burger king and even the fries like i was looking forward to trying them again and I'm not, you know, crispiness aside, don't really want to come back. Anyway, um, so back to the calories. So to burn off the calories in a medium order of, of McDonald's French fries, you would need to do 58 minutes of cycling, 90 minutes of bowling, or 47 minutes of high-impact aer- aerobics. Um, wait, 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 wait. I got questions about bowling. That one I was curious about because uh, there's not much impact with bowling. But, uh, Compared to cycling, like yeah, cycling is is a significant amount different of that. But okay, we digress. That's yeah, not a, we, that's not our that, topic. Today. That is not the topic. But um, regardless, if you're going to eat what we're doing right now, we're going to need to do a little bit of working out um, to work it off. Uh, so, food manufacturing, which is a site that you know, obviously 
measures and and some data around food processing and manufacturing did a survey in august they had about a thousand people fill this out and i thought there was some interesting stuff so the standard cut might be the classic style but 22 percent of people prefer curly fries Mm. as the that's the number one favorite type of french fry the favorite type or the favorite uh place number one no surprise mcdonald's 34 percent of people on this survey said mcdonald's was their favorite the number two and three were surprising arby's was two which i guess makes sense if you like curly fries and number three was chick-fil-a so we're gonna hit that i think next so we'll uh we'll kind of see how that goes but um but yeah mcdonald's kind of dominates there and then french fries are the favorite type of potato recipe so you know there's a million ways you can prepare a potato 16 percent of people said uh french fries followed by mashed potatoes at 15 percent and baked potato at 12 um and then fun fact the in i thought this was funny in 2005 McDonald's auctioned off a prop fry designed to resemble Abraham Lincoln that had appeared in a Super Bowl commercial that year. Do you remember this Super Bowl commercial? No. Um, I rewatched it earlier today. Um, Basically, it's this guy who finds a French, you know, the whole, like, oh, this thing looks like a famous person. Yeah. Well, uh, he had this French fry that kind of looked like uh, Abraham Mm. Lincoln. And so the whole entire small town is like, do can I see it? And they're like just drooling over um, this guy who's like kind of famous with it. Anyway, that fry after the Super Bowl, they ended up auctioning it off and they sold it for $75,000. Wow. And then that money was donated to the Ronald McDonald House Charities. So I thought that was kind of cool that some, I mean, if you're going to donate, cool, but why are you donating by buying this silly little fry? <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, that, that, that's my stats. Shall we venture to our next destination, Brian? Yeah, it's time for some Chick-fil-A and friendship test. Can we just become best friends? Yep. All right. We are in the line of Chick-fil-A as normal. The very, very long line. How many how many cars do you think are here, Brian, Ooh. in line? I'd say there's at least 25. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. There's... This is, I've never been to Chick-fil-A in Washington State that did not have a line. There's two lines here, and it's just, mad, it's a madhouse. It's always yeah, a madhouse. I don't know that I've ever been to Chick-fil-A, period, where there hasn't been a significant line. But yeah. anyways, let's jump into our friendship test. Uh, the first one I want to ask is, tots, fries, or chips, Justin? Okay, so um, it is French fries. Followed by chips, followed by a very, very distant third with tots. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Is that just period or just just uh, uh, fast food? No, that's just period. This isn't wow. even speaking about fast food. I, I will never, ever choose tots over fries. Now... I understand, like, we, we will do trivia sometimes together, and we uh, one of the restaurants we do it at will have tots, but that's only just more of a traditional thing that we've just done it forever, and I will eat them. I don't hate them. I just think they're they're in tiers. They're, they're two totally different tiers, and french fries are easily the better tier, and I would probably go chips next. There's just so many great varieties of chip flavors, um, and then tots just hanging out. Wow. There. Yeah. I, I can't believe that I am sitting next to you <laughs> and you just answered it that way. Yeah. I for sure would take tots number one. I think a great tot tops a great French fry or a great chip mm, any day. No way. It, you know, you can have some bad tots, yeah. but you can also have some really bad French fries. Yeah. I will say that a tot has a higher likelihood to be crispy yep. than a French fry. Yep. But... A good French fry will still top a good mm. tater tot. No, I, I, yeah. The place we do trivia, I would have taken their tots over any of the restaurants we've already gone to. Well, that's a little unfair because it is a restaurant versus a, but 
I, McDonald's is known for yes, their French but, fries. But, but in the fast food world, like I think restaurant fries are a different tier. Um, they're thicker. There's more to them. They, they don't like sink immediately to the bottom of your stomach. Um, like this Burger King fry is, is attacking my stomach right now. <laughs> but, um, so I would choose a, a fry from the restaurant we go to over that, that, but I, you know, it's a little bit different choosing a fast food fry over a tot from a restaurant. Like I would choose this over tot from taco time because, but would you choose a taco time tot mm, over these fries? Over Chick-fil-A? Well, we'll see about or, Chick-fil-A. Or just fries just in general. Fri- fries oh, yeah. in general yep. at, a, at a fast yep. food restaurant. Yep. Taco time, Mexi fries, all day. Oh, weird. Yeah. It's kind of, I just think tots are one of the most overrated. I honestly think mm. tots got mm. their claim to fame from Napoleon Dynamite. No. And no. nobody really loved Tots before that. And then Napoleon Dynamite. And then it was kind of cool to love Tots. And, no, you, you know, all that. I, I had just, Tots when I was, you know, in, in elementary school. I'm not saying you didn't have them. I'm just saying. They were delicious. They weren't popular until Napoleon mm. Dynamite. That's my, that's my hot take. Um, all right. So are you, when you do get French fries and don't make the mistake of getting Tots, do you go with sweet potato or regular potato fries? You know, this is a recent kick of mine. The sweet potato f- fry is something that's fairly new, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, last, like, 10 years, yeah, maybe? It, it's come on stronger. It definitely stronger. was not a big thing in, like, 20 years ago. It's come on stronger, I believe, since Napoleon Dynamite than the Tots has. The oh, elevation that's, of, that's fair. I'll give the, you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. I don't know why something there's something about sweet potatoes. I think there was just a resurgence of maybe it was slightly healthier, which which data supports that it's actually not that much healthier. Um, there's a little bit more vitamins in it, but it's still not good for you. But um, it's like the avocado, like the avocado and sweet potato fries oh, yeah. have have oh, had yeah. a similar rise. I wonder if it's a millennial thing. I don't know because millenn- I think avocado really dominated re- because of millennials putting it on everything, and maybe sweet potatoes fries are just like that. Oh, we want to be more health conscious kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I, I will say, if given the choice, I would probably select sweet potato fries over regular fries. Would you take them over tots? Mm. Now sweet potato tots. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not very common. No. Um, but. but- uh, but there's some pretty good sweet potato tots in the freezer section of our local grocery stores. Okay. All right. Yeah, I have not tried them. I wouldn't buy them. Um, but if you want to make them for me, Brian, I'll try them. Um, but no, for for me, it's pretty 50-50. I went through a pretty big kick with sweet potato fries, and now I'm kind of back on regular fries. Um, I did want to, to do a shout-out. The first first time I ever had sweet potato fries was maybe 10 or 15 years ago and it was at this place called Iron Hill Brewery in in Pennsylvania and they have this selection of sauces that come with it Mm -hmm. and one of them I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it was called but it's a bourbon vanilla um, bourbon vanilla cream or something like that and it's like a sweet sauce I look like it's like maple syrups in it and there's some cinnamon and vanilla extract and some other stuff. But anyway, it is fantastic with sweet potato fries. And I have never, and I've got ordered it at many, many places, like hundreds of places in the last 15 years. And I've never found a sauce that lives up to that sauce. Mm. Um, because usually you get, you know, you might get a, a sweet, uh, I've had sweet uh, ketchups and whatnot, but like they really just embraced the sweetness of the sauce to pair with the sweetness of the um, sweet and saltiness of the sweet potato fry. Hmm. So I, that that is my favorite. But I, I think it's it's really it's going to cop out. But um, it's fifty fifty for me. I think I, I split the time between regular and and sweet potato fries. All right. Well, before we get into our next question, uh, it's time to order here at Chick Fil A, and, and I think this will tie in nicely to our next question because. It's the style of fry. So oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get our order in, and we'll be back in just a second. All right, and we now have our French fries from Chick Fil A, the nice waffle 
fries that Chick-fil-A produces. So that leads into our, our next question, which is, what's the best shape of French fry? The crinkle fry? The waffle fry? Maybe the curly fry? A steak fry? Kind of your standard fry or your fair fries? Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard with... Shapes are interesting because it's often tied with the um, flavor, I would say. And so it's, it's really hard to disconnect the two. But I think curly fries are probably the best. Um, but I also can associate that with not all curly fries are the same. Like I've gotten curly fries at, at you know, an event or outing or whatever. And they're not as good as Arby's. Like Arby's has a good flavoring to them. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's probably curly fries followed by the standard. Um, I'm actually not a big fan of the the fair fries. I think they're they're almost like Wendy's where they're just, like, authentic fries. But they, like, whatever they do, they just are soaked in grease. And um, I've never been a big fan of those types of fries. Yeah, I, um, I like curly fries as well. Um, I will say... The, um, if I were to rank them, I'd probably say, um, either curly or, or crinkle are probably my number one. Crinkle, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, followed by waffle. Uh, I would say probably steak fries is honestly the last. Steak fries relies so heavily on the dip. Hmm. Yep. And if you have a good dip with your steak fry, then it, then it's good. It's a yep. good experience. But if you don't have a good dip, it's just so much potato yeah. for your fry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I don't think I'd put them at the worst, but probably second worst. Um, the uh, the waffle fry is good. It's not it's not very common, um, which makes, you know, Chick-fil-A authentic in that way. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the the curlies just still kind of lives up at the top for me. Well, what do you think about the um, the uh, Chick-fil-A fry so far? All right. So um, smell probably pretty normal. I think it's actually is like a, I mean, maybe it's mixed with a little bit of the chicken that we also ordered, but um, I'm, I'm, it's pleasant. I'd give it a four. Um, the, uh, the crispiness, probably a three. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I mean, better, better than Wendy's, but not as good as Burger King and, and, um, McDonald's. And then, um, flavor, it's fine. Yep. Not like blow your mind fine, like three to four range, maybe yep. probably land on three. Yep. Um, but I will say this isn't one of the four things, but I think this is where the dip makes it. Yep. And I think that Chick-fil-A has the best, probably the best dips in all of fast food. And it just makes the fry like if just like we were talking about this earlier, Wendy's with a frosty gives it a little up. The Chick-fil-A sauce and the Polynesian sauce for me are like just spot on like they complement the fry or whatever it is and i guess we could even try i'm curious what some of the other fries taste they're a little cold now but if they take if if these sauces actually make those other fries better mm. um but i would give it a little bit of an extra e- extra credit points or bonus points for the sauces that come with I, it. i totally agree i think it's i think it's about an average fry across the board mm-hmm. except for the dips make it yeah and um, I actually added dip to our ma- matrix here. Oh, you did. So, so okay. yeah, we've we've calculated it in. I, I decided to initially I had Wendy's as a five for the dip, mm. but I decided that it, we needed to kind of discredit it because it's not a traditional dip. Hey, I I'm with you on that. So so now the Chick Fil A dip is the five. Got the it. Four is the uh, that the yep Wendy's. Okay. I'm on board with that plan, and I love myself a, a Wendy's Frosty as a dip, but 
Um, yeah, not not as as traditional. Um, okay, so I haven't really been watching you eat fries, um, but are you more of a one at a time fry eater, or are you like let me grab a bunch? Now it's a little bit different, I'm sure, with the Chick Fil A, but on a standard French fry, like how many are you eating at a, at once? I think it depends a little bit on the like where we're at in the basket of fries are we in the mm. the large side of the length of fries or are we kind of on the tail end where it's kind of the mm. the bits and pieces okay i think i lean more towards the handful okay or a few at a time yeah than i do the single fry yeah um as i eat yeah i don't know many I don't analyze people eating fries very often, but I feel like eating one at a time is a little weird. Yep. Unless it's a waffle fry, which is big. It's basically like you just picked up five fries there. Mm-hmm. Like I I feel like with um with french fries like I'm at least grabbing 3 to 4. And I'm not going to stuff them all in my mouth, but I'm going to, you know, I'll take a bite and I'll take a bite. But I I just feel like grabbing multiple is the way to go. Yeah. All right, we talked. We've we've got dips on our matrix. So, what's the best type of dip? Yeah. Um, so this is interesting. It has changed over the years uh, for me. I mentioned sweet and sour, and this and it also changes per fast food or non fast food. Like there are restaurants, I will I will never order a sweet and sour or a Polynesian like this at a restaurant. Um, because it's not typically offered. But even if it was, I'm actually more of a honey mustard and barbecue fan. Mm. But my my go-to, and this is where I'll lead into what we're at right now. My go-to for many years, um, it, it was honey mustard sauce, honey mustard sauce. And then I started getting into barbecue. But then I'm like, well, I like both. So then I would take both and I would mix them together to make kind of a honey barbecue in a way. And... Don't knock it till you try because it's awesome. But this honey chip... mustard and barbecue. Yes, correct. Honey mustard and barbecue. Because because there is a honey barbecue like flavor. Correct, but honey mustard and barbecue together um, hmm. was, um, I think, my my favorite. And two things with that: one, it actually is very similar to this Chick Fil A sauce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which when this came out, I remember the day I first had this sauce, and it blew my mind. I was in a mall. And I had this um, Chick Fil A, and it, they weren't in these can these things. They were like little packets, mm-hmm. and they were just launching them. Fantastic! Like love, fell in love right away, and that's when I knew that I uh, like it was similar to the other sauce. The other story I wanted to bring up too. I don't know why I remembered weird things like this because my memory is terrible. But there was a restaurant I went to one time because honey mustard was my go-to sauce, mm-hmm. and. Um, there was a restaurant we went to and they didn't have honey mustard. I was maybe like 15 and they said, Oh, well we'll make, we can make it. And so they did mixed mustard and honey together. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> like they, and I give them credit for trying, but it was a, ter- that is not how honey mustard is made. I don't yeah. know how it's made, but it's not honey and mustard yeah, only. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, a funny memory. Yeah. Well, I will say Polynesian sauce is one of my favorite dipping sauce. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just Polynesian sauce. It's really that sweet and tangy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of places have – it's it's got that kind of Asian influence to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, Polynesian sauce. Mm-hmm. The other one I do like is, is honey mustard. Um, the honey mustard at Red Robin with those oh, steak fries yeah, yeah. is – I mean, I could – those bottomless fries, I could eat those for yeah. They days. are they are dangerous. Um, they're so bad for you because you eat so many of them. But yeah, I think the sauce there is that might be one of the better honey mustard sauces yeah. around. Yeah, um, yeah, because it not all honey mustard sauces are the same. Definitely not. And that is probably one of my favorites. Um, so between those two, you know, I I, I, I gotta say those are are. Probably my favorites. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we don't have this with us, but many places you can get toppings on fries. What would be your go-to 
And I'm going to I'll add a fourth option. So we have cheese, we have chili, and we have gravy or like a poutine. And then the fourth option is no, I'm not putting any of that on. I just want to eat them plain. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, I would say and now that you're giving us the the fourth option, I would say not putting any of that on there, but I'm getting my dips. Mm. If yeah. I if I can still get my dips, if I don't have my dips, then I'm probably going The problem is cheese by itself is just kind of like mm. Sure. Yeah. Really, you have to have, I think you have to have like chili cheese. Yeah. Chili or like cheese. bacon on it or something like that. Yeah. Like you need something else on top of mm-hmm. it. Um, so I guess I would, if I had to pick one of those, I'd probably pick chili. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. Um, for me, I'm actually very similar to you. Um, I, if, if given the choice, I think I'm going with nothing. Um, but I, because I want the dips and I think the challenge that I don't, uh, this is why I don't love about these options is that with dips, you control the consistency, you control how much you want on each fry. It's not a big mess and you're able to, you know, maintain the consistency of the fry for a longer period of time. I, I enjoy the flavor of, I think if I had to pick one of those three, I'd pick poutine um, I enjoy the flavor of that, but like the fries are soggy at a certain point, it just becomes mashed mm. potatoes. Yeah. And same thing with the other ones. I'm not a big cheese fan on fries, unless to your point, there's other things with it. Uh, chili would probably be my second choice between those three, but I'm going zero with, with some dips. Cause you know, wh- why waste, why waste it on the other ones? Yeah. Well, that, that's interesting because that kind of leads right into our, our delusional thinking. Mm. It does. All right, we're to our final stop of the day, Jack in the Box. We forgot we get, we have one more friendship test question before we actually get into delusional thinking. So, Justin, now that we've tasted all of these, what's the best fast food French fry? By the way, at Jack in the Box, we got their curly fries. We got their regular fries. Yeah, I didn't so we, know they had curly fries. That was a surprise. We gotta we gotta rate them. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well. So I just had one of each. The um, the regular fries are actually better than I thought. Yep. Um, I would never put them in there. Kind of almost almost McDonald's level, actually. I don't know if they're quite there. Hmm. But I'd probably give them fours all around almost like not super crispy i would agree i would i I think i think we're on the same wavelength there i was i was gonna go pretty close to fours on all of them i actually think there's more flavor in in the -the jack-in-the-box french fry than there is in the mcdonald's fry Mm -hmm. but the mcdonald's fry was actually crispier than the -the jack-in-the-box french fry so they on all of that that kind of evens itself out yeah yeah i think i think that's um that's a wise thing there i appearance very similar like very mm -hmm. similar like i don't know if i could tell the difference between the two there are a couple soggier ones though like like that that's that's almost wendy's level soggy yeah yeah so but you could get that at mcdonald's too like that's just the batch right true yeah um and then smell i would still probably give to mcdonald's so i think these are you know right at fours now the dip yes so i told you about this honey mustard and barbecue mix now i can't vouch for these sauces in particular but i did a little bit of mixing of the honey mustard and the um barbecue so i'm gonna give it a whirl here to see if it's any good I mean, it's different. I got. I have to taste the just barbecue by itself to okay. compare because yeah, because the the barbecue notes are very strong. They are. They do depending on the barbecue sauce or the honey mustard sauce. One could dominate the other. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I, I put it in there. Um, Do you not taste the difference? I, not much. It's it's a little bit less tangy, okay. I would say, than the actual barbecue sauce. I would say like if you go to a restaurant and they have a maybe a homemade or like a different type of barbecue and, and honey mustard, I recommend trying dipping the two together. They do uh, a really good job. Um, what do you think of the curly fries? I like them. Yeah. yeah. I think they're, they're fine, solid. but I don't think they... Like, I like the flavor of them. Yep. But there's something not quite there for me to, like, put them up at the top for some reason. Hmm. Like, do you like... Which do you like better? I think the curly fries. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, they are... They're... they're by themselves, by themselves, you don't need anything else because mm-hmm. they have so much flavor. Yeah, regular fries though, you you kind of need a dip. They kind of they. This is very similar to what an Arby's fry tastes like. Correct. Um, yep. So if you if there isn't an Arby's nearby, but there is a Jack in the Box and you're craving the curly fries, they're definitely a a, a a very similar, at least by memory. But I think I'd still go with the regular ones over the curly here. Which is, you know, strange, but... Hmm. All right. I well, um, I I think it seems like a consensus that, you know, Jack in the Box or, or McDonald's are pretty even at yeah. the top there. I think I'd give a little bit of a nod mm. to McDonald's. I think it's the full picture. But Jack in the Box is a, a very close second. It just has a lot of it. Um... There's more volatility in these fries. I've had some good ones, and I've had some okay ones. Mm, consistency. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not something we rated, but I think I think McDonald's has that one. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, now let's actually get into our delusional thinking. Because we have all of these fries around, Yes. this leads right into our delusional thinking. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! All right. So for this week's delusional thinking, one, you know, we've we've consumed a lot of calories, so we're probably thinking crazy. We're going to have to do a lot of bowling, Brian. We've also spent a lot of time in the car together, uh, sitting in random parking lots. Mm-hmm. But would you rather have the ability to reheat French fries, uh, keep popcorn fresh, or nachos, you know, kind of the, the traditional hard, crispy um, serving style. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the key with this one is like each one maintains freshness. And I think the, there, especially when you're reheating things, um, to maintain freshness, I mean, popcorn, you never, popcorn's like, it lives, it dies. Like you can't, to me, once it's just like cold and the next day, especially movie theater popcorn, it's just kind of done. French fries are like I will try to reinvent the fry. I will put them in like if I didn't eat them all, put them in the toaster oven. Whether this is a fast food or oftentimes it's at a restaurant, I can never replicate that. It's so hard, even in a toaster oven, they just feel like there's something missing with them. Um, And so, you know, that's really hard. And then nachos, I've, I've found ways around nachos. I, can, I feel like that's one that, now granted, if it's been sitting out for a while, I think they're uh, they're definitely going to be soggy. And so to be able to maintain that is is a pro. But my, my head goes to the French fry in this scenario. I think, you know, I, I've, I, one of my worst, ex- well, not worst experiences, but I went to a burger place that was highly recommended by some friends um, here in the Seattle area. I, I can't remember what it's called. There's like a clown as the, I don't know if you would know. It's a burger place. There's one in Georgetown. Um, anyway. Lunchbox Laboratory? No, 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 no. It's more like a mom and pop. There might be like two locations locally. Zippies? Zippies. Yeah, went to a Zippies. First, I finally, finally had it, went to go to a Zippies. Finally got it. But I decided, oh, well, like, because I was... Uh, my wife Alyssa was out of out of town, and so like I'm going to do this. 
and I was, I'm going to grab it and go home and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to play some video games. But it was a 20 minute drive there. And when I got, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to maintain it, whatever. It's impossible. Like French fries are so hard. And I, I will say I did some research into this. And uh, so hopefully this is a helpful tip for, for some. When you were trying to maintain the crispiness of French fries over a longer period of time, it's actually counterintuitive, but you should leave the bag open. Yep. So I didn't know that. I kept it closed. And so, as you might guess, the uh, the sogginess just sets it. Like, they just they lose their crispiness, which is part of the one of the top traits, I think, of a French fry should have. So, um, but then they get cold, and there's other issues there. So I, I think that there's so much complexity to fries over these other two that I would choose that. I think that would be a better benefit to my life. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm retrying all of our fries. Cold, our cold fries? Yeah. yeah. Some some more cold than the others. Um, and I think the fact that you, you can somewhat reheat french fries in the oven and, like, somewhat maintain a little bit of, of, of what you got from the, the restaurant means I'm going to take that off the board. That's going to be, that's going to be number three for me. Three. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Popcorn. I'm going to list as number two. Because okay. popcorn, depending on what style of popcorn, movie movie theater popcorn will not keep. Right. Yes. Not at all. Um, but you also have different, you know, bagged popcorns that do keep fairly well. Mm-hmm. Would I like them to be completely fresh and, and warm and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. But I can live without that. Like, mm-hmm. um, now nachos. I don't like soggy nachos. No, it's it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes you even get them on, on the plate and... Already, it's soggy. You talked about the poutine and mm-hmm. it becoming yep. the mashed potatoes, basically. Well, that happens with nachos all the time. Mm-hmm. Those those nachos in the middle. Yeah. Now, if I could make sure that all of those nachos were nice and crisp, and I could actually pick them all up and not have to use a fork, I, I think that is going to be most beneficial to my life because everything else I can kind of figure out. Right now, there is no solution for that middle nacho that has all the cheese oh, for sure. and beans and guacamole. Pull out the fork because you're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I completely agree with you there. And I think nachos would probably be number two. But do you really think that's the biggest impact? Like, do you, how often do you eat nachos with stuff on them versus french fries? How often do I eat french fries like try to take them away from a restaurant not that often oh i do all the time like if i i mean granted maybe maybe i'll eat it all there but um you know i i feel like there's a fair amount of times when you're just like uh even red robin how about red robin you get your unlimited fries throw them in the oven for for 15 minutes no they they're not the same though they're like it's like they're soulless they they there's something missing with them and it's usually flavor it's usually like yeah, but the middle of the, yeah, that nacho in the middle, you're gonna have I'm, to grab your fork. I'm fine with that. I I will live with the the that gross soggy chip in the middle and and occasionally on the sides, just so that when I do have fries, they will always be fresh and perfect, and that will be happen. That will have a longer term benefit to my life. Granted, maybe actually worse because I'll eat it more. Yeah, I uh, was gonna say I think I would have more nachos. If I could ensure that they were all crispy. Yeah. I think in any of these scenarios, we'd be eating more crappy food. <laughs> mm. Popcorn's pretty healthy for you. I not me- movie theater, but... Yeah. Like, popcorn I guess, by itself. I guess by itself, it's not terrible. But still, at least the other two. Either our two options that we're choosing, we're going to be eating a little bit more of that yeah. particular item. Yeah. Um, all right, well... Uh, I don't know where we're times at. We we Brian's gonna have to do some editing for this episode. This has been this has been maybe the coolest episode we've done. Uh, we've yeah. never done anything like this before to just drive around and, and taste things. I think we we prioritized for you guys, the listener, 
listeners, there's not just one of you, um, to get, you know, fresh takes on these things just so they're not eating them, you know, cold or whatever. Um, so hopefully you appreciated our takes on this stuff. Hopefully you learned some stuff today. Um, this was episode 95, so we got a couple more till 100. It is It is wild to me still that we have recorded this many episodes and we're, we're still going. Yeah, 95 weeks straight. That's pretty yeah. crazy. That is, I don't think I've ever done anything for 95 straight weeks, Brian. No. If we would have both... <laughs> Except lived. Yeah, if we would have both been like working out 95 straight weeks... Oh, we'd we be buff. We would be you imagine so the time, fit. The time that we spend on this podcast yeah. instead doing mm-hmm. workouts. Yeah. Uh, instead, we're eating french fries in a car. All for the questers. All for All the questers. All for the quest. Well... Um, if you haven't already, uh, please uh, subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you're tuning in to your podcast. We, we still got more coming to you. Um, and uh, don't forget to show them some love on uh, social media at Quest for 100 Podcast. All right. Until next time on the Quest for 100. <laughs>